This is Financially Fit Radio with Gary Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gary provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit with Gary Sickles. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another show of Financially Fit. I'm your host, Gary Sickles, founder and CEO of Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Safe Harbor Wealth Management. And our co-host is Tony Shore. We hope you will enjoy the show today. We will be discussing legacy planning. Planning your legacy can be a stressful endeavor to take on. However, we will be going over the basics of legacy planning to help relieve some of that stress. Legacy planning is also viewed by some Americans as being something just for the wealthy. And folks, that is the furthest thing from the truth. Everybody needs to have a legacy plan. It is important that everyone, regardless of their financial position, is able to build behind a lasting legacy for their loved ones. So why don't we get started? I'd like to introduce my good friend and co-host, Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Well, good morning, Gary. Thanks for having me on your show. And yeah, this is an interesting one. I always thought when I heard of things like trusts and legacy plans, that type of thing, that, oh, that doesn't apply to me. I'm not uber rich. You know, I don't have millions and millions of dollars in the bank account. But um, but you're right. It isn't just for the wealthy. And I'm glad we're talking about this today. I've had a great week, been keeping busy. How about you, Gary? How's everything there at Safe Harbor? Well, Tony, you know, we've been uh, very busy seeing clients and stuff, prospects and stuff. And, you know, I we've just been blessed, to tell you the truth. We had a very good month of uh, February with seminars. Now we have two seminars coming up here on March 14th and 19th at the Chop House. And our first two is completely full. So we added a third night. So if anybody listening would like to attend our retirement educational meeting. It's March the 26th at the Chop House, and you need to call 937-427-5486 to register, and we start promptly at 6.30, Tony. Yep, and I think that's a great opportunity for folks to come and, and learn. It's really educational. They'll learn a lot and it'll really help get them on the right path uh, for financial planning and retirement planning. Um, and uh, I, what's that number they can call for more information? Tony, it's 937-427-5486. And even if they leave me a message for Gary Sickles, I'll be happy to call them back. And if I would, I'd like to remind our listeners, too, to please join us on Saturday mornings at 6.30 a.m., For our TV show, Financially Fit, it's on METV, and the Dayton channels are 23 and 372 on Spectrum. And Tony, if they happen to miss our Saturday morning radio show, we play it again every Sunday on WHIO 1290 AM at 5 a.m. So please join us for that if you miss the one on Saturday. Oh, wow. Yeah, you've got radio, TV, and the 
uh, seminars. And I want to remind the listeners too that the the seminars and workshops super educational, and there's no cost or obligation. However, they do fill up very fast, so they do need to reserve a slot, and that's why they need to call to reserve that slot. Now, today's discussion is a good one. I, I legacy planning basics because this is something I think a lot of folks put off, but it's so important. But let's start with the basics. What exactly is a legacy plan? When you say that, Gary, what are you talking about? Well, Tony, I love to talk about legacy planning because legacy planning, it's a very comprehensive assessment, basically of all your investments, for an example, maybe your life insurance policies, any type of things that you want to cherish to pass on to your kids and to your grandkids, you really need to do a legacy plan. And I tell you what I find really amazing, Tony, you know, years ago when I used to sit down and talk to our mothers and fathers when they came into our office, you know, back then they lived off of social security. Some of them had a small pension program, but when they used to come in, I couldn't even give them any of the money they had saved. And the reason why is that money was going to go to their kids. Now today, Tony, believe it or not, times has changed. When I talk to the baby boomers coming in, most of the time their goal is they want to spend their last penny on their deathbed. And, it, you know, it's really kind of funny how ironic that is, how times change. But my point is everybody, I don't care who you are, how much money you have, Everybody needs to have a legacy type of plan. Yeah, I think it is important. So what are some of the benefits to having a financial legacy? Well, I think the biggest benefit, Tony, what I want to talk about more than anything is control. That's what you're going to really have when you sit down and you design a legacy type plan. When we sit down and we sit down and we look at all your assets that you may have and stuff, we always want to make sure that these assets are going to go to the people that you really want them to go to and when do you want them to go to and that's the key right there you know and then setting them up in the correct manner like for an example one of the things i ask people at our seminar presentations is how many of you ever heard of a multi-generational ira and believe it or not tony 99% of the time people don't even raise their hand they never heard of it We've been doing multi-generationals since the year 2000. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that today. But, you know, creating the accounts in the proper manner to help lower your taxes, creating the proper legal work that's going to basically help take those assets and distribute it to your loved ones. That's what a legacy plan is all about. And believe it or not, many people I meet with they don't even have any type of legal work whatsoever. Many times when we sit down and we look at their assets, a lot of people might have a primary beneficiary, but they don't even have a contingent beneficiary. And those are the things we're gonna help people with. We're gonna help you organize your assets, make sure they're properly titled. That's what a legacy plan is really all about, Tony. Wow, well, I think that sounds good. Uh, do you have some tips for us uh, to help with our legacy planning? Well, I do, Tony. I put together about nine simple legacy tips. You know, I want to help our listeners ensure that their assets, their wishes are carried through exactly as they have planned. Now, the first tip, and this is probably the most important, no matter what your net worth is, 
You have to have a legacy plan. Simple as that. Because folks, at your death, you want these assets again to go to the people that you love. And the way you're going to create this plan, number one, you got to have the right legal documents. You're either going to do a trust or you're going to at least do a last will and testament. Those are the two things you must have. But there's one thing I want the people to know. When you do a last will and testament, that's more, all that really is is an invitation to go to probate court. A trust can help you bypass the probate court. Now, the first thing you're going to say, well, I can have my assets titled with TODs and PODs, which is transfer on death and payable on death, and that does bypass the probate court. But Tony, that might create a whole can of problems for you, especially for your kids and stuff, if they're being sued at your death, or let's say they're even going through a divorce. Again, you need to sit down with an attorney. You have to establish what are the best way for me to pass these assets on to my loved ones. Well, and this is such a tough topic for some people to uh, approach because they just, they'd rather think about almost anything else, but you don't want to be in a bad situation or leave your loved ones in a bad situation. So I think uh, that's a good first tip. It's important for people to know that a legacy is important for everyone. Uh, what's next? Well, I think really what people has to understand again on this legacy plan, you know, today we have so many type of complex type situations with passing assets on to people. You know, the first thing you have to do, in my opinion, you sit down, you do your will, you do your trust. Then you, everybody, I don't care who you are, everybody needs to have a financial durable power of attorney because that's gonna protect you. Who do you wanna manage your affairs if you become incompetent? Everybody needs to have a medical power of attorney. So for an example, if you suffer a stroke, and let's say your spouse is deceased, who do you wanna make these critical decisions when it comes to your health? Those are some of the documents you need. Many people has a, a basic, they own a residence, Tony. If you don't have a trust, then maybe you want to consider doing what they call a transfer on death deed. Again, that keeps that residence, that property, from going through to probate court. So again, what we're going to do is we're going to sit down with you. We're going to look at all your assets you have. We're going to do an inventory of these assets. Then we're going to look at who do you want these assets to go to? When do you want them to receive these assets? Then we can help design a legacy plan for you. All right. That sounds great. Uh, some good tips so far, Gary, but we do have to take a quick break here. Is there anything else you want to add before we do? Well, I would, Tony. Ladies and gentlemen, preparing for retirement, you know, whether it be understanding your Social Security benefits or learning about mistakes to avoid, can be overwhelming and even nerve-wracking. Visit our website at safeharboroh.com or call my office at 937 937- 427-5486 to schedule your complimentary strategy session with me or folks, even if you have a question about today's show, please give me a call. Now here's something else I just want to mention. What do you really have to lose? To come in, sit down with me for an hour of your time to get a second opinion. When you walk out of my office, I'm going to have designed for you your own personalized retirement plan. 
It's going to include how to maximize your Social Security benefits, how to structure your investments with the proper asset allocations, how to properly structure your IRA accounts as a multi-generational and a very comprehensive income plan that will provide lifetime income for you and your spouse. So again, that telephone number is 937-427-5486. All right. Thanks, Gary. And listeners, stay tuned to learn more about planning a legacy with our host, Gary Sickles, here on Financially Fit right after this. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Safe Harbor Wealth Management at 937-424-9399 or visit safeharboroh.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Welcome back to Financially Fit. I'm your host, Gary Sickles, founder and CEO of Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Safe Harbor Wealth Management, and our co-host, Tony Shore. We have been talking about basic legacy planning tips. So far, the legacy planning basics we have covered are, no matter your net worth, basic legacy planning is a must, and a legacy plan may contain several critical pieces. Well, thanks, Gary, and it has been a good discussion. You've already covered a lot there. Uh, thanks for that recap. And one thing I've heard uh, is that record keeping or uh, papers, important information, is really, really important when you're planning out your legacy. Is that one of the points you were going to mention? Uh, Tony, you hit that nail right on the head. You know, keeping good records of your assets is another tip to keep in mind when legacy planning. Your assets may be in retirement plans, investments, insurance policies, or real estate. And folks, try asking yourself these three specific questions. Number one, who do you want to inherit your assets? And at what age do you want them to inherit those assets? Number two, who do you want handling your financial affairs if there were ever a reason you could not handle your own affairs, such as you might be uh, incompetent with a stroke. Number three, who do you want making medical decisions for you if you were to become incapacitated? Now, Tony, one other thing I want to mention to our clients, when you partner with our company, you receive access to what we call the generational vault, a secure online portal that allows you to easily organize and manage all your assets. The generational vaults helps to ensure that all your important information will be safe, secure, accessible anytime, Tony, and anywhere. Wow. So I think this is very helpful. What's the next tip on your list? Well, another tip I want to talk about on legacy planning is basically the inheritance. Now, one of the things that we really do when we sit down and we work with let's say the mother and father. I believe that you have to have good communications. You need to sit down with the children, kind of give them an overview of your, basically of your legacy type planning. Now what we normally do, Tony, which I find very beneficial, after we complete our retirement legacy planning with any of our clients, we make available to our clients, let's have a meeting with the children. 
let's have the kids come into our office. And then what we're going to do is I normally have our attorney there. So our attorney can walk them through the trust, the benefits of the trust. And then I kind of walk them through the uh, retirement plan that we generated for their parents. Many of our clients, just about 100%, do that multi-generational IRA again. So I have a printout for each of the kids. This is how the multi-generational will work. At your parents' death, this is what you can expect. And I guarantee you something, Tony, when we get finished with that meeting, our kids, the kids, and our clients feel very comfortable with their entire estate plan. Wow. Yeah, I think that's really important. So it looks like you've covered six of the nine tips you mentioned. What are the remaining three? Well, here's what I want to talk about now. In my opinion, the most important one are two things. Three, really. Number one is the multi-generational IRA. The second one is what we call an inherited IRA. And the third, I want to just talk a little bit about beneficiary forms. So let me give you an overview of how a multi-generational works. Now, one thing I want to stress to our listeners, I don't care how large of IRA you have, you want to structure it in this manner. So for an example, let's use the cleavers as an example. We're going to say Ward Cleaver has a $350,000 IRA. During his lifetime, Tony, he's going to take out about $489,000 required minimum distributions. Mr. Cleaver now passes away at 85. Mrs. Cleaver inherits the IRA. She still has a little over $578,000. She's going to take out an additional $230,000 required minimum distributions. Mrs. Cleaver passes away at 88. Now, we got five beneficiaries, two children, Wally and the Beaver. We have three grandkids, Eddie, Lumpy, and Gilbert. They each receive 20% each, Tony. Not a single one of them pays the first penny in taxes. Wally, which is the oldest, is going to receive about $156,000 over his lifetime. Gilbert, which is the youngest grandchild, he's going to receive close to $364,000 because of his life expectancy. Now, here's what's important. By setting it up in that manner, that equates to over $1.3 million. Without the multi-generational, they would have received a little over $500,000 which means they would have lost close to $843,000 of income, Tony. Now, in your opinion, Tony, does that make it worthwhile to come in and see me to learn about a multi-generational? Oh, yeah. Well, definitely. Obviously, you're, you're talking about make-or-break situations here with money, uh, and you don't want to lose or waste that, right? Oh, absolutely. And I think the second thing people need to understand is you have one opportunity at your death to pass the assets to the correct manner to your beneficiaries. Mm. So let's talk about a non-spousal beneficiary. This is what we call an inherited IRA. I had a client that when her mother died, the broker she is working with sent her a check for 200,000 bucks. The broker told her to take this money and reposition it into your own IRA account. So when she walked into my office, Tony, and handed me the check for $200,000, I told her I can't accept that money. All $200,000 would have been taxable income. We sent the money back to the broker. 
we did a trustee to trustee transfer. When the new trustee received the money, you always open the account up in the deceased person's name. That's critical. The bent for the beneficiary of to the beneficiary, which was the daughter. That way she paid no taxes whatsoever. But again, one year after her mom's death, Tony, she has to start taking a required minimum distribution based off of her own age and not her mother's name. That's what's called an inherited IRA. Wow. And so it's good to know there are strategies out there like that that can be useful. Oh, and that's what I'm saying. You have to work with advisors that's going to help structure your accounts in this manner. And the last thing, which I really think is very important, and people don't do it, you need to look at your beneficiary forms. You need to make sure they're always up to date. Just to give you an example, there was a gentleman that when he retired from DuPont, he had a $400,000 IRA, Tony. Three years after he left DuPont, him and his wife went through a divorce. Six years later, he passed away. Now, the judge awarded him and his daughter the 401k. But at his death, he forgot to do one critical thing, Tony. What do you think he forgot to do? Update that beneficiary designation. That's exactly right. Now, here's the sad part. His ex-wife predeceased him by 12 months. She got remarried. So who do you think received that check for $400,000 in the mail? It's her new husband. Yeah. The daughter sued him and went to court, and the judge basically told him, Tony, hey, it's not the responsibility of custodians. Beneficiary forms always trump, and this is important, it always trumps even a trust. That's why you have to keep them updated. Yeah, so be- beneficiary designations on accounts and uh, things like that, you have to regularly update those because they take precedent over the will is what you're saying. Absolutely. And that's why, you know, every year when clients come in and we sit down with them, we ask them if there's any changes in their life. Many times when people go through a divorce, they forget to change the beneficiary forms. Critical. Yeah. If you want those assets to go to your loved ones. Yeah. I think that's really important. Now, uh, before we take a quick break here, let our listeners know once again, how they can uh, get a reserve a seat for that uh, seminar you have coming up or how they can well, get a t- hold of you. Well, Tony, what they need to do is just call 937-427-5486. Leave a message for me to call them back. I'll be happy to answer any questions they may have and we can get their seat reserved for them for March 26th at the Chop House and it starts at 6.30 p.m. Okay. Well, you know what? We're out of time for today's show, Gary. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you remember anything about today's show, please remember this. If you don't have a plan today, you need to have a plan tomorrow. Let us help you prepare that plan. Schedule that complimentary strategy session today by just calling 937-427-5486. And at our strategy session, we will review the foundation of your retirement plan, which is broken down into four sections. Income planning, which includes Social Security, asset allocation, tax planning, and a legacy plan. But visit our website at safeharboroh.com or call my office at 937 
427-5486 to schedule your complimentary strategy session with me. All right. Thanks, Gary. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Gary Sickles. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. Please join us next week, same time, same place, for another show of Financially Fit, and have a great week. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Gary Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 937-427-5486 or visit online at safeharboroh.com. Gary Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.